This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 62. And the quote of the day is from Charles C. Noble, who said, You must have long-range goals to keep you from being frustrated by the short-range failures. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here. Another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And I wanted to let everybody know I got the hookup from Boso Bamboo Drumsticks. I worked out a deal that if you go and purchase Boso Drumsticks at bosodrumsticks.com, you get 15% off of your entire order. And all you have to do is put in the promo code podcast. So that's pretty cool. This isn't an ad. They didn't pay me to do this or anything. I uh, just worked out a deal with them. So go to bosodrumsticks.com, the world's first full line of bamboo drumsticks, which are great. That's what I play. I'm endorsed by them. And I really love them because they're sustainable and they are made out of bamboo, which is the fastest growing grass out there. So um, yeah, bamboo is a grass, not a wood for people who don't know that. But check them out, bosodrumsticks.com. And like I said, get 15% off of your entire order just by putting in the promo code podcast. And also they're offering free shipping to orders for orders over $30. So like I said, this is not an ad. I just wanted to do something for the listeners. They hooked me up with that deal. So I am giving it to the listeners. So check them out. Let me know what you think. And uh, yeah. I love them, so I, there's nothing more that I can say about that. That's all I have to say about that. All right, <laughs> that was a horrible Forrest Gump impression, so we're just going to keep on moving. Uh, what I want to talk about today is I had a I had a lesson this weekend, and it was long. Um, I ended up being there for like three hours. It was supposed to be an hour lesson. It was cool. He's one of my, I mean, he's my favorite student, um, and I was just there for a while. And we went, we were going over jazz, and the uh he was having you know he's having some problems learning jazz so i started to really think about it and you know there's a there's a smart way and there's a not so smart way to start learning new styles in general so this isn't going to be specifically about jazz this is going to be about learning any style but i think i have some pieces of advice that will really help you learn new styles these are things that have been taught to me These are things that I have done in the past and I still do if I'm learning new things, new styles. Um, So yeah, let's just dive into this. So this is learning new styles the smart way. Because you you want to do it as quickly as possible and you want to do it correctly. And if you do it correct, it'll be a lot easier for you. So let's get into this. The first thing you want to do is you want to learn the history of the style, right? So a lot of people don't know the history of jazz, right? And so they can't understand where it's coming from and why it sounds the way it does and and what some of the elements of it are and things like that. So you want to really dive into the history of, I mean, whether it's funk or rock or jazz or Afro-Cuban or anything else, you really have to know the history of what's going on with the music because it'll help you understand why it is the way it is. A lot of things have to do with 
you know, with jazz, there was some things with the sizes of the bands. There was war. There was, uh, you know, revolutions going on. There's all kinds of things that go into why a certain style is the way that it is. So you should really study the history of it first and try to figure out. And I'm not saying you have to do a book report on it, but you should really dive into it and start to understand what it is that you're learning. So rather than just throwing on a record and saying, oh, okay, let me just try to learn this weird style that I don't know anything about. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it originates. I don't know anything about it. So the first, that's the most important thing is to learn the history of the style. So then it'll give you a better understanding of where it came from, where it is, and where it's going. Uh, the second thing is you want to determine the main elements of the style. So, you know, with jazz, everybody automatically hears just like the spangalang beat, you know, ding, 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 ding. But there's also, there's a lot of other things that go into play with that, with, you know, two and four on the hi-hat, which is a key element. That's the backbeat, uh, quote unquote, the backbeat of jazz. And, you know, everything in jazz is based, is triplet bass, but it's, you should be concentrating on the quarter note. So there's a lot of elements that go into this. And this is for anything like New Orleans music is based around the clave. There's, you know, and there's, there, all of these instruments have certain elements to them and you should learn the elements. So that way you can listen for those elements in the music that you're listening to. You can also know if you're playing those elements, or if you're implying those elements, or if you're, you know, if you're really representing the style in an authentic form. And I'm not the kind of guy that's the authentic police and says that if you play, you know, jazz or if you play New Orleans music, it has to be exactly, you know, what it was or, 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 you know, what it, where it came from, but you should at least know it. So then you can manipulate it any way that you want. And that's what gets, that's what makes things really, really amazing. Kind of like Elvin Jones did with the Afro Cuban stuff and, and, you know, so you can, but you, if you don't know the elements of it, then you won't really know how to manipulate it because you don't know if you're, what you're playing is correct or incorrect. And it's, it's trying to, it's like trying to form a sentence, but you don't know the words. But once you learn the words, you can say whatever you want. People may not like it. People may love it, but you're still, you still know the words and you have complete control of them rather than using words that don't make any sense and using nouns where verbs should be and things like that. So, and you know, I don't, I, you don't want to get, or I don't like getting really analytical with, with things. I, I, I'm more of a, a feeling person when it comes to playing, but you have to know the elements of the style of music that you're playing. And you know, that's just the long and short of it because you got to know what's going on in the, in the music. So do the research on that, find out what the key elements are, figure out what has to be there, figure out what doesn't have to be there. You know, like in rock and roll, you know, you should have, uh, or, you know, in rock, you should have a two and four on the snare for the most part. Now, do the, is there always snare on two and four in rock? No, absolutely not. But a lot of times it's implied or, you know, it's manipulated in a certain way that the the guys that know what they're doing know that there should be the two and four or you know a snare on two and four but they manipulate it and they can play it around with that a little bit so but you know the key elements of it so that's just what i'm trying to say figure out all the key elements of the of the uh of the style and 
that way you can really get a hold of the style and manipulate it any way that you want. The third thing, once you're doing all this research, you're going to start to see names that keep coming up and keep coming up. And so the next piece is you want to really find the players. You want to find the authentic players of this style. So, you know, if you're studying jazz and you want to learn about jazz, you should be checking out Baby Dodds. You should be checking out Elvin Jones. You should be checking out you know, Joe Morello and all these guys. And you can go back as far as you want to, to learn all this stuff. Um, you know, Sonny Payne. I, I mean, there's so many people that there's so many great jazz drummers out there. So I'm not going to say there's five drummers that you should go check out or anything like that, but learn the authentic players of that style. You know, like can, can Jojo Mayer play jazz? Yes. But is he the authentic not, I don't want to say authentic, but he is he like the the guy that everybody talks about when they say jazz? No, everybody talks about you know Elvin Jones and every everybody talks about Philly Joe Jones and all these other guys. So do your research, learn the lineage, and learn the real authentic players of that style. Like with New Orleans music, you want to start going back to. You know, you want to listen to Zigaboo and you want to listen to, you know, Stanton Moore is, he plays this stuff authentically, but there's guys that came well before him too. And I'm not, I mean, Stanton Moore is a good friend of mine and he's a phenomenal New Orleans drummer. I'm not saying that he's not the authentic uh, New Orleans drummer, but you should hear his influences and figure out where, where he learned from. So you can go back even further and and really find the guys that originated this style and listen to them. So then you can see where it where it you know where it was and where it got to. So listen to the players, find out the players, seek out the players, and and you'll really get to the root of these styles. And then you'll start to hear stuff in modern players, and you'll say, oh, that's where they got that from. That was an Elvin Jones thing. Oh, that was a Tony Williams thing. And then you'll start to hear these things inside of the style. So. That's a really important thing is finding the authentic players of that style. So, you know, like don't listen to Buddy Rich if you're trying to learn how to play rock and roll. It just, if that makes any sense, not that you would, but I'm just saying find the authentic players. The next thing is to immerse yourself. And when I say immerse yourself, I mean like when people want to learn another language and they go to like the nth degree, they move to that country and they're like, that's how I learned the language because I had no other choice because that's all that was around me. Now I'm not saying you have to move to New Orleans or you know you have to you have to move somewhere where this stuff is prominent, but you should immerse yourself and listen to it constantly. I mean a healthy 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 diet of this kind of music. If you want to learn New Orleans music, listen to it and listen to it and listen to it. If you want to learn funk, listen 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 and don't just listen to it on the surface. You got to really dive deep into this stuff. And, you know, for a couple months, I'm not saying that's all you can listen to, but you know, if, if you really want to immerse yourself in this, then I know for me, like I, a lot of times I just shut everything else out and I'm like, man, I'm going to really get into funk for the next couple months and just immerse myself. And then you really start to hear 
the same things going on. You start to understand it a lot more. And like I said, it's just like learning a language. You know, after a couple of days in the country, you learn a couple. You learn a couple words, and then a couple of days later, you learn a few more. And if you're there for a week or two, maybe you can say, "Can I have a cup of coffee?" or "Can I have something to drink?" And then you can, as time goes by, you start to speak the language, and it's because you're completely immersed in it. And that's actually how language software works, like Rosetta Stone. They have an an immersion technology or an immersion way of learning, and that's how that's what they call it. And you learn a language like the way that a baby would. So you're never there's no English in Rosetta Stone if you're learning Italian or Spanish or French or anything. So the whole time it's in Italian, and you slowly learn tiny words, and over time learn how to speak this language. And that's what you should be doing with the music. You should be listening to this completely inside of it, letting it get inside of your head, you know, listening to it in the morning, listening to it on your iPod, listening to it in your car when you're driving, listening to it at the gym, whatever, just listening to it all the time. You'll start to learn little words. You'll start to learn little phrases. And then soon you will be able to speak the language. And the best way that I ever heard it described, and Brian Fraser Moore said this, and so I'm not, you know, I'm not taking credit for this. This is totally a Brian Fraser Moore thing, and I love him for it because I think it's great. He always says, "You are what you eat," and what he means by that is you are what you're listening to. So if you're trying to learn jazz and you're listening to Jay Z, it's not going to work. It's not going to help you out. So. You are what you eat. So if you want to learn jazz, you got to listen to a lot of jazz. If you want to learn funk, you got to listen to a lot of funk to really get inside of it and to really understand, you know, what is going on with each one of these styles. So that is a really good piece of information from Brian Fraser Moore. And do me a favor. If you dig that piece of information, check him out on uh, on Instagram or on Twitter or something like that and be like, hey, I heard your great quote on on Drummer's Resource because Brian's a buddy of mine. And he's he's the man. and He's been so supportive of the Drummer's Resource. So I just want to thank him for that if he's listening. And if he's not, everybody say thank you to Brian. If you get a chance, just jump on Instagram or Twitter and say, hey, Brian. Thanks for the good piece of information on Drummer's Resource. And the last piece of advice is kind of goes back to what, what we were just saying about immersing yourself is to learn the language. And every single style of music has a language. So you really want to learn these phrases. You want to learn what people are saying. You want to learn how people are saying them. That You want to learn the approach. You want to learn, you know, everything, every nuance that you can about these styles because they all have their own individual set of rules. They have their own set of of uh, words, of phrases, of sentences, and stuff like that. So you really want to study what these people are saying on the instrument and how they're saying it. So it's it's like, you know, if you take a language, the way that verbs are conjugated in Spanish are different than, you know, verbs are used in English. So it it's everything is a language when it comes to music. And if and if you really want to, if you really want to play that music, you need to speak that language. So you need to learn the language. So listen to what these guys are playing. Listen how they're playing. And like I said, listen to the phrases, listen to the words, the sentences, the inflections, the way that things are accented. Um, the way that, that that things 
ebb and flow throughout and listen to how the conversation is between the bass player and the guitar player or you know depending on what kind of music you're listening to just listen to the conversation that's going on inside of the music and then you start to really learn the language of of what is going on and so if you do all these things if you learn the history and you know figure out all of the elements and find the players who who played this and created these styles and totally immerse yourself and listen to these listen to a lot of the music that you're trying to learn and you learn the language of that style of music that will give you a huge huge head start on trying to learn a new style because I know so many people and I I did it when I was younger I you know I'll be the first one to admit it that I would try to learn a new style and I would put it on my iPod and I would try to play along with it and I would say I don't I don't really I don't get this and I could like I could play what I was hearing so I was like oh yeah you know whatever it was if it was if it was uh some samba stuff I'm like oh yeah I can play the patterns I can make the same sound but to, it wasn't making any sense. So I realized that I was actually more of a parrot and I was just reciting what I was hearing, but I didn't understand what I was playing and I didn't understand what I was hearing. So I never really had like a systematic approach of figuring all this stuff out. And, you know, over the years, I would learn different things from people and they're like, man, you got to do this. And man, you got to do this. And then I started to really, really understand, okay, I got to get inside of all this stuff and I really got to immerse myself. I really got to, I got to learn the history, the lineage and, and learn where this is coming from, what these people are saying. Then I can try to say it on my own. And in the beginning, it's just like anything else, like, like with a language, when you start playing something, your vocabulary is going to be limited and you'll work on that over time. And a good way to do that is to play along with records and listen, 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 listen. And, and that's the best way to really get your vocabulary up. And it builds up. You know, you start talking like a toddler when you're playing, you know, and then you become a 10-year-old and then you're 15 and then 20 and then 30 and then, and then 40, you know, and, it, and you slowly build up this vocabulary for this style of music. But take it slowly. Do all these things that I'm telling you. I promise you it'll work and it'll get you there a lot faster because I know learning a new style can be daunting, especially if you want to get to the point where you're fluid at it and you, you can play it with little or no effort. So just take your time, dig into this stuff, and let me know how you make out. Shoot me an email at nick at drummersresource.com if you have any questions. Don't forget, if you go to bosodrumsticks.com, enter the word podcast when you're checking out. It's a promo code. It'll give you 15% off of your order. So check that out, bosodrumsticks.com. Check me out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash drummers resource. On Instagram at drummers resource. On Twitter at drummers R source. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. Peace.